0: Welcome to Swinglanese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swinglanese. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Swinglanese. Uh, today, I have the opportunity to interview the co-host, Barry... <laughs> And we're going to talk about one of his projects that he's, uh, he's working on. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Barry has, um, you have two businesses, right? Or you have, yeah,
1: tell us about Beat the Cyberbully. Yeah, so Beat the Cyberbully is, is kind of like our CSR offering, if you like. It's a not-for-profit initiative uh, that stemmed out of the work we do from the digital marketing side of things. So it's an initiative where we go into schools and we talk to uh, students across the different age groups Starting at sort of age, I guess, eight, uh, Mm. right up to 16, 17, 18, uh, we talked to the parents and we talked to uh, teachers as well around cyber safety, um, cyber bullying. Uh, and then uh, as the as the students get older, we, we sort of focus a little bit more on uh, online reputation. Mm-hmm. So if you're a parent, I think
0: you're gonna like this episode because we give you some insights. Uh, so what's the background between uh,
1: when did you start this initiative? So actually, um, my business partner who we interviewed a little while ago, uh, mm-hmm. Wayne Dennis, started it about five years ago in the UK um, when he also runs a digital agency. and um, he was getting more and more questions from uh, parents and, and we sort of realized that when you take away, general manager, country director, managing director, whatever. Um, it's usually mum and dad is mm. their other role. Mm. Um, they're struggling how to figure out the uh, online uh, environment for their businesses and at home gets no look in at all. And we started to realise that actually there was a big gap, a big mm. gap between the children of mm. today and the parents. And as you as you quite rightly said, parents will probably get a lot out of this and we see this every time we do a, a parent session is hundreds and hundreds of questions, and uh, when we do the student sessions, there's not as many questions, but there's perhaps more eye-opening moments where they don't realise that they don't know everything, because, you know, sort of 12, 13, um, if we remember back to then, we thought we knew everything too, and we knew better than mum and dad. Uh, the reality is today, they do know more than mum and dad when it comes to the online um, environment, which makes it very difficult for mum and dad to, to do their job in terms of looking after their children, because... They can't guide them, they can't advise them if they don't understand the world that their kids are growing up in. Mm-hmm. And that was the main issue, is, is to try and increase awareness and um, education levels around the digital space, around social media, around the potential pitfalls from a student perspective and also from a parent's perspective, how to be more aware of what's going on so that they can be in a position to uh, be that trusted resource they need to be. So when, And I say when on purpose, when things go wrong for their kids, They come to mum and dad first to say, this is what happened and what do I do kind of thing. Because at the moment we see it far too often where um, children and young people don't know who to talk to. Mm. They don't want to talk to mum and dad because they don't think they understand. They're embarrassed to tell the older sibling. They don't want to talk to teacher or student counsellor. And then that's when the real problems start because if there's nobody to talk to, they start to internalise it. And if they are being cyberbullied, for example, or they're being groomed, and we can go through these, um, you know, these actual definitions yeah, yeah. in a bit, that they don't know what to do, um, they don't know who to talk to, that's what we need to change. If we can get everybody's education and awareness levels up, then we can all be on the same page, then maybe we can do something about this uh, problem. I, I think uh, we should be grateful that we grew up
0: in a time <laughs> when there were no cameras and social media. Uh, and, absolutely. Uh, and my I remember in uh, high school someone had the new Ericsson 337 phone and, <laughs> you know but uh, yeah so I'm grateful that <laughs> there's no uh, yeah it's a little bit different nowadays. Technology Definitely. is
1: so fast. And yeah, yeah, must be difficult for parents to keep up uh, with all this. It's you know. very difficult because they as you said, I'm very grateful that this wasn't around when I was growing up, as, as every single parent I talk to says exactly the same thing. Because we all got up to stuff that we were not supposed to be getting up to. It's just that nobody else really knew about it. Today, unfortunately, the children are doing things they're not supposed to be doing, or they're putting themselves in harm's way without consciously realising it. And because mum and dad didn't grow up with this, it's a problem that they've never encountered before. Children now at age... Two, three years old. They are techno- they're, they're familiar with technology. They know how to use a tablet. They know how to open mum and dad's phone, smartphone. They're using iPads and tablets in nurseries to help with cognitive functions and so forth. Technology has been used at a very young age. Yeah, we, we
0: call it the iPad nanny. When we see huh. <laughs> our friends with kids, they, when the kids are getting a bit uh,
1: naughty, they yeah. give the iPad. So, yeah, and then, and then, then they, they get quiet for yeah. 10 minutes, except... And then, minutes, then they have a lot of energy after that. Yeah, yeah so. and 10 minutes turns into 20 minutes, yeah. and turns into half an hour, turns into three hours, and then suddenly um, you're wondering why your children are spending so much time on these devices. Well... When you hand it to them and it's completely unfiltered as well sometimes this is big danger that if your phone is set up for you and you hand it to your child Mm. and you don't have any privacy settings you don't have any filters on your youtube app you don't have any of this set up well they have access to everything that you do and suddenly they're looking at videos on youtube which their five six seven eight year old brain is not capable of processing Mm. Uh, And that can be damaging. It can be very damaging. I mean, uh, I'm very pro-technology because when I do work
0: with coaching, I I incorporate technology Mm. in in our coaching. But uh, it needs to be managed in the right way. And uh, technology can be... If it's done in the wrong way, it's it
1: destroys uh, lives. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's like anything though. It's about balance. You know, we yeah, exactly. When we were kids, I know from my perspective, I was never allowed to watch TV for ten hours a day. There was no chase. That was going to happen. You maybe got Commodore sixty four. Yeah, you you had a certain amount of time. You know, right? You can have the computer for two hours, or you can watch one hour of TV and watch uh, play your games for an hour, and then there's going to be reading, and then there's going to get outside and do something. But today. Um, the phone is in your pocket and uh, you bring the iPad to the p- playground yeah exactly you know. it goes everywhere with you mm. yeah. and, and you know it's a really sad state of affairs but you, you know we, we had lunch before this podcast you only have to look around the restaurant and there's groups of people sat around tables not talking to each other yeah. they're all looking at their screens even and you did it yeah <laughs> I and did it and so did you well. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know for us, again, in the digital world, they are tools for business. Yeah. But then, of course, everything is also distracting. So you you go onto Facebook. We manage some clients' social media, so you have to go onto Facebook to look at that. But then something pops up, and then before you know it, twenty minutes is gone, and yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I better get back to uh, yeah. what I was
0: doing. Yeah, absolutely. So cyberbullying, what uh, kind of what what is that? What's the definition,
1: or what what does it? Uh, so cyberbullying is is effectively bullying that's been taken to a different vehicle, and it's bullying that's happening through any kind of electronic um, media. So it's happening on social media, it's happening through SMS, it's happening through things like Skype, WhatsApp, uh, it's happening through email. And Mm. it's where young people specifically are being singled out uh, and being made to feel uncomfortable in their own skin, basically. And uh, some of the examples of what's been happening, it's truly uh, horrific Mm. in terms of the, the comments that these young people are receiving from, in some cases, complete strangers, uh, but in most cases, from people they know, people in their class at school um, who are saying extremely hurtful things, uh, and coming back to the point I just made before, is that they're receiving this messaging 24 hours a day mm-hmm. because they have their phone in their pocket or they've got their mm-hmm. tablet in their bedroom. This messaging is coming through 24 hours a day. There's no escape, and they don't know who to talk to about this because, first of all, they're ashamed that they're being bullied, or they don't understand that they're being bullied. And then secondly, they don't know who to talk to because sometimes maybe once they've tried to talk to mum and dad and mum and dad were kind of like, uh, what are you talking about? Mm. And that reaction was perfectly normal because you don't know what they're talking about. As soon as you portray that to them, they go, OK, well, mum and dad can't help me. They may turn to a student counsellor or a teacher. They may, if they're comfortable, turn to brother or sister. And if they don't find any joy there, then they start to internalise these messages which are being bombarded at them through their social channels, through Snapchat, through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and they start to believe it, and unfortunately. Uh, it also
0: seems like, uh, I mean, you just look at any YouTube video on a celebrity or something, and the, the, the yeah. comments that people write, it's extreme how how people can be so offensive and so rude yep. once they're behind the screen. And, uh, you know, I've kind of compared it with uh, when you're in a car driving yeah. on Side and uh, someone takes you off and you're sitting in, inside a car and you know, start screaming at the other person. Yeah. You know? uh, but if you would do it face to face, it would be a little bit different. No, so it seems like you know, when people write comments, they can write the most evil things because they're somehow behind the computer. But if you would be
1: face-to-face, you would never be able to say these kind of things. So exactly. What's yes. your take on that? Well, it's exactly that. And they did some research with, with youngsters as well, and they asked them outright, saying, based on that comment that you just said, would you ever say that to somebody's face? And they say, no, yeah. of course not, because they w- would never have the guts to do that. Yeah. Um, but there's also this differentiation between cyberbullying and trolling because sometimes there are, there are people that seem to just have too much time on their hands and will go after those YouTube videos and comment uh, those pictures and just write stuff to get a reaction uh, and they're doing mm-hmm. it on purpose. Cyberbullying tends to be a more focused um, issue with an individual whereby perhaps in this school somebody sets up the you know I Hate Barry uh, Facebook group or whatever and invites everybody in the year to join it and then they just start saying abusive things or people start sending individual messages to that person. Um, to the point where, say, it just builds up, builds up and builds up. Mm-hmm. Now, trolling is something where people will go actively out there to make a point or to make somebody feel stupid and mm-hmm. so forth. But there's a slight difference. And trolling tends to be a lot um, more related to so yeah, celebrities, yeah. but also to older people. And cyberbullying is what's happening in the schools kind of thing. Oh, okay.
0: Uh so uh, you said that you get a lot of questions from parents. Well, what are the like top <laughs> questions that you would normally get? <laughs> well,
1: it's one of those things. We've been doing uh, Beat the Cyberbully in, in the UAE now since the uh, beginning of 2014. One of the things that's become apparent is that even now in 2016, we're still being asked the same questions, mm-hmm. um, which means that we've just got a lot more work to do. But a lot of it revolves around, uh, you know, should I ban the use of social media in my house? Mm-hmm. Uh, should I turn off the Wi-Fi at home? How do I protect them? How do I um, learn about this? What software should I use to monitor uh, the, the, uh, the, the Wi-Fi or their devices and so forth? It's all um, post-issue uh, mm-hmm. kind of things. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at how do we address it to prevent the problem, they're looking at how do I fix the problem now that it's mm-hmm. happened, mm-hmm. which is normal because, unfortunately, we're experiencing it. Lots of people are experiencing it. But what we're trying to do is take a few steps back to change the way that our youngsters are using the internet, increase parents' ability to understand what's going on so that we don't end up in these situations where we're having to try and fix a problem. We're actually preventing the problem. So that's education, like educating. You exactly. Know? And that's what Beat the Cyberbully is, education yeah. and awareness campaign to try and get everybody onto the same page. Because also, it doesn't, you know, if, if, if I, for example, I'm a parent and I take it very seriously, and I do all of this work, and I set up everything at home, and I educate my kids, and I talk with them, and we have open conversations, and there are rules in place to protect them, but then they come over to your house and there's no rules. Well, yeah, they're just yeah. going to say, "Well, can I come? Over, can I go over to Oscar's house? Because I can do whatever I want yeah. there." So we have to. It's 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 one of those things that's also a problem, uh, and this is globally whereby. Parents point fingers at teachers when it happens in school. Teachers point at parents saying it happened outside of school. Mm. Uh, the reality is it doesn't matter when it happens. It's our, as in society's, problem. And we need to approach it together instead of pointing fingers at each other, trying to blame each other. Mm-hmm. We have to come together and say, well, how do we fix this yeah. then? you know What do we have to do? And it doesn't matter when it happens. It's a tragedy if it's happening at all. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, the rea- reality is it's happening way too often.
0: How many schools have you talked in now? I've seen you a lot in media around, and uh, yeah.
1: but you do you've been. We do do quite a lot in terms of we get asked a lot to contribute to articles in the papers and things like that. Yeah. I think we've probably done around fifteen to twenty schools, uh, which again means there's still a lot. more yeah. How <laughs> many schools is there? In there's that? about 147 just in Dubai. Okay. Um, and there's more going up every yeah. day. Yeah. So, um, we we're trying to figure out a way also to allow all of these schools to have access to the content without me having to be yeah. there because it's only myself and yeah. my other half on the ground here doing this uh, and in in the uk it's wayne and his other half so yeah. four people to cover the uk <laughs> northern yeah. ireland and the middle east it's never going to work so we have ambition to grow it but um like everything we're inhibited by resources and budget basically yeah, yeah. so if you're a parent listening to this then uh uh, and you, you want Barry to come to your school, what, what's the best way to do it? Just... The, the easiest thing is to go to the website, so to beatthecyberbully.ae, or mm. drop us uh, an email at s a f e at beatthecyberbully.ae. Um, on Facebook as well, we're Cybersafety mm. UAE, or beat the, beat the Cyber Bully, and on Twitter. And all of those channels come to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we we started to get quite a few questions coming through Facebook Messenger, through the Facebook page, asking Mm -hmm. for advice from parents and from students as well. And this is internationally. Uh, We get quite a few emails as well through from the website. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, wherever we can, we'll try and help. Uh, What I have to say right now is that we are not uh, qualified psychiatrists or anything. So we can only advise on how to increase the levels of education and uh, awareness if somebody is experiencing cyberbullying and is looking for help, then we would, all, we would point them in the direction of qualified professionals to help yeah, them, yeah. to talk to them, yeah. um, to, to try and sort out yeah. how, how they can help.
0: I mean, I listened to your presentation that you did in our networking group about this, and uh, it was really eye opener and really, really interesting. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think every all the schools in UAE should 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 have this because it's such a po- an important uh, topic. To Absolutely, th- we think so as well, well, and that's what we've we've had a chat. And I have seen it. the reactions of parents when you talk about it, yeah. and you know, so th- that's when you realize that okay, that, you know, that it's really
1: because <laughs> yeah. they don't know. No, exactly, know? and this is the thing you know from all of your work that there's two ways to make the brain stand up and pay attention and shock is yeah. one of them yeah and that's why and there's there's way too much negative um negativity around this whole subject area because this you know is absolute tragedy that anybody aged 12 or 13 years old would think the only option for them is to end their life it's just that's one of the reasons we do this yeah. it's unacceptable you haven't even started your life at 13 years old how can you think that that's it that's why we have to do something about this because we need to have um, procedures in place. We have to have the knowledge to be able to help those who are being targeted, but also try and fix the problem by educating as many people as possible as to why this shouldn't be a problem mm. and why are we using this amazing tool that we have for this kind of stuff? Why are yeah, we yeah. using it to? create positive message, create positive uh, picture of who we are as an individual, you know? Why are we wasting time uh, sending inappropriate images to each other as kids and and telling each other, you know, calling each other these names? And why aren't we actually trying to demonstrate to the the greater um, audience, which is the entire world today, um, who we are and what we're about and why we're interested in certain things and why we're going to make a difference when we grow up and, and what we're going to do yeah. to change this world to make it yeah. better yeah, yeah. you know to focus on the positivity rather than the negativity because it's mm. it seems it's it's a tragic waste of life yeah, you yeah. know that that people's words can cause somebody uh, to take such drastic action mm.
0: but well, so uh what top three advice would you give to the parents except from trying to get you to to their school <laughs> um <laughs> like,
1: realistically the the, the top The top tips we we hand out to parents is what we're trying to do is convey to them that the ultimate goal for them is to open communication channels with their children. Mm. Start to talk to your children about these things. And it means having some uncomfortable conversations. Because unfortunately we don't live in a perfect world and there are some sick people out there who will use the internet and the information that your children put out there against them. Uh, To the point where we we haven't touched on it, but things like grooming happen where people are pretending to be somebody they're not to establish a relationship with your your child to the point where they then try and meet them offline. And in some cases, that's the last time you ever see your child because this is what happens sometimes. Mm. So we have to have open, frank conversations with our children about what can really happen and that the online world and the offline world are completely intertwined. And this is one of the problems, you know, you mentioned it earlier. Would you say that to somebody in person? Mm. No. Well, why do you think you can say it to somebody online? Because they separate them. They separate these two worlds. But unfortunately, what goes on online has real-life offline repercussions. Mm. And that's the message that we try to get out there from that side of things. And the only way that parents can start to help is by having these conversations, letting their children know that, A, these things happen. B, we're putting these things in place for these reasons. Um... The only way you can have those open, frank conversations, which is top tip number two, is to increase your own education. So my first uh, p- a port of call would be to go to Beat the Cyberbullies website, go to the Facebook page. We share a lot of content about things that are happening, examples that you can talk to your children about. That, mm. that, you know It's not mum and dad making this up. This just happened last week. This youngster, this is what happened. This is why it happened. And this is why we don't want it to happen to you. Mm. Uh, and so we put a lot of information out there for them to actually increase um their own education levels and then use use the tools that are available to you uh, you know your kids are active on Snapchat Instagram blab after school peach all of these uh, apps that most parents probably said I don't I've never heard of any of those mm-hmm. <laughs> You need to know about Mm. them because if that's where your children are hanging out, and this is where the crossover comes from our digital marketing agency, you have to be present where your customer is. Now, in this case, your child is your customer. Mm. If they are active on Blab or Peach or WhatsApp or Instagram, you might hate it with a Mm. passion, but you have a responsibility to get to understand that tool so you can see some of the potential pitfalls and help protect your child, which at the end of the day is what every single parent wants Mm. to do but we can only do it if we understand the world that our children uh, are growing up in.
0: Mm. I, I think it's uh, great that you're doing this. I mean, it's an awesome, awesome, you're doing it for a great cause, you know, to make the world better, basically. So yeah, I mean.
1: well, it's, you know, we've, I, we've both used the internet to build businesses and, yeah. to, and to make money and to make a difference and to change things. So we know the value of this tool. It's an awesome tool. <laughs> and so it, it really does dismay me to see such negativity coming from these tools and platforms uh, and it's almost it seems to be because people don't have anything better to do. So it, it is coming from a, a a good place, definitely. But it's 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 really this idea that it doesn't make sense to have this m- amazing opportunity. You know, the next generation of of people have an incredible opportunity to use the internet and all of these channels that are available to them to basically design whatever life they want, mm, whatever yeah, they want to be, whatever they want to yeah. do. You've got yeah. access to the entire yeah. world. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. you can communicate with people
0: all over the world, and it's. Uh, I think it, there's so much positivity with this that yeah. if it's done in
1: the right way. So, yeah. Yeah. education is uh, awareness and education. I guess is the start. It's the only know. option because you can't do anything else. You know, the one thing I would say to parents is that if you want to get monitoring software, go ahead, but explain to your children why you're doing it. But also, don't think that by putting that on your Wi-Fi at home, you fix the problem. Mm. That's not true. It's a good tool to have to help as part of the solution, but it's not the entire solution. And that's what, something that I see a lot happening, is that parents saying, what monitoring software should I use? And I, I answer that and saying, well, there's a multitude of them out there, but first of all, tell me why you're going to implement this. Mm. And if they don't understand why they're going to do it, then I don't recommend doing it. And that comes from, again, increasing your own education to understand this is a good idea to have this implemented, But we also have to explain this to our children as to why we're doing it and what the benefit Mm -hmm. is. Yeah, yeah,
0: excellent. You want to finish there or something,
1: last final words? No, that's good. Like, (laughs) you know, usually with these, we try and keep them under the 20 minutes. We've gone over that already, but um, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's fine. From that side of things to say, really, we we would like to talk to as many parents, students, and teachers as possible. If anyone's listening, um, that got any value from this, then we're just ask to share the podcast and, and check out some of the resources. That yeah, got, exactly. You know? We'll
0: post uh, the, the links to the, yep. the cyberbully Bully on the blog post yep. on the Swinglandese site. And yeah, so thanks so much for tuning in. And yeah, if there's anything, just uh, drop us an email on wishlist at yep. rocks. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swinglanese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.